0: Welcome to Treasures of Truth, a daily broadcast from Monday through Friday, where we encourage you to come and study the Bible with us. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho, and your host is Pastor Rick DeMichael. This week, we're airing a message entitled The Seasons of Life, and in this week's message, we will be shown something that can impact everyone. Because just as there are seasons that bring change to the weather, there are also seasons of life that bring about change that can sometimes be startling and unnerving. So join us today as the preacher opens the Word of God and reveals to us what the Bible has to say about the seasons of our lives. And we pray that today's message will be a blessing to you. If you would like to hear today's message again, or other messages by Pastor DeMichael, please stay tuned until the end of today's program for more information. And now your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael.
1: This is one of these messages. I'm not here necessarily to get you to, you know, grab 10 tracks this week and hand all 10 of them out or start tithing if you're not tithing or increase your missions giving or do this or do that. Uh, It's a lesson or a message that hopefully will just help us with our understanding and maybe in a more systemic way, help us as we go forward in our walk with the Lord. The first thing we should realize after looking at these scriptures here is that there needs to be an acceptance. Number one, there needs to be an acceptance that life is a journey and there are changing seasons. I think spring here in the valley is as beautiful as I've seen anywhere in the world. People talk about Hawaii and places like that. You know, if that does it for you, fine. It doesn't for me. i I'm too claustrophobic to be cooped up on an island, to be honest with you. But uh, I love spring here in the valley, but you know what? It can't be spring forever, can it? You know, uh, people in third world countries seem to be a little more connected to the idea of the seasons of life. For instance, when it comes to death, when one of our loved ones dies, someone else takes care of it for us. But in third world countries, it's not unlike the way it was in in the Bible. In the Gospels, they have to wash their loved one down and take care of the burial themselves. That's the work of the family. It keeps them connected to those seasons. Uh, Birth. In third world countries, most births are at home. Uh, Being born in a hospital is virtually unheard of. In other words, they tend to be a little more hands-on, a little more connected to this idea of seasons. Care facilities for the old, in some countries unheard of. All the generations stay together. They, uh, they live together. And so in the Western world, uh, you know, we tend to uh, distance ourselves from some of these things, not all of them, but, and we tend to sanitize uh, some of these things in the way that third world countries can't. I had a, a, a talk with my folks on the phone here a few weeks ago, and uh, I, I really just intended to just call and say hi, but every once in a while, I'll call and say hi, and my dad will just, for whatever reason, he'll just start opening up, and you know, I'll ask, how's grandma doing, or so-and-so doing, or something, and, and it'll lead into one of these long conversations that, that are, are really, I, I, I cherish. Uh, you know, you realize your folks aren't going to be around forever. And and I realize each time my dad opens up to me about some of these things, I I realize I don't know as much about uh, my family in the past and my dad and and, and my mom as as I'd really like to. So I got off the phone that day, and I said to Carol, I said, I need to do this more. We need to do this more. And I said, when I do, I want you on the other phone. I want you to hear the whole thing. I want us to be together in on this. And what what he told me is somehow or another we got to this subject, and I didn't realize it, but... um, when he, was, when he was in high school, this is in high school. He hadn't graduated yet, because as soon as he graduated, as soon as my mom graduated, they were married that quick. This was when he was in high school, still living at home. There were 11 of them living together in the home, and it wasn't a family of 11. It was his folks, him. He was an only, ch- only child. There were some aunts, uncles, grandparents, all this stuff, my, my grandparents, his dad and mom, and so forth. And it was during the Depression, and if you know anything about the Depression, nobody had a job. And, and he was the only one that had a steady paycheck. And he came home, and he brought his paycheck home, and he handed it to his folks. But it wasn't just because it was the Depression, because then my mom chimed in, and she goes, well, Don, she was on the other phone, my dad, and each of them were on the phone. She said, well, Don, I did that too. I did that too. She came home and just handed her paycheck to the folks. You see how things have changed? It wasn't unusual for generations to live together. And of course, during the Depression, there were some very practical reasons for that. I mean, there just wasn't any money. Uh, There weren't any jobs. And uh, people stood in bread lines just to be able to eat. And so I I got the idea to do a little show and tell. I hope I don't bore you with this. But um, when my, uh, my grandpa died and my grandma died on the Italian side of the family, uh, we, we were uh, back for the funeral in Toluca, Illinois, in central Illinois, and uh, my, my dad told me at one point, he said, uh, Rick, there's some things you could take a look at, and if you want them, you can take them. Now, you know, I wasn't interested in furniture and expensive stuff or whatever, and I guess there were a few things like that, and besides that, I you know, would have taken them, I had, had no way to get them back, and so I didn't really care about that, but I got a few things. I got my grandfather's uh, wedding ring, I still have that. Uh, his looks just like my dad's, mine looks just like my dad's, and you know, it was some sort of a, a tradition that we didn't, we didn't plan it that way. I guess I just saw that ring on my dad's hand all the time, and I told my wife, that's the kind I want. So I took that ring and a few other little trinkets, but uh, you probably you can't see this except for the first few rows, but this, uh, this is an ashtray. Now look, I'm not promoting smoking, okay? I'm misunderstand, and this is a cigarette box. And you say, well, what was your grandfather doing? Well, he did anything he could. Uh, if someone said, I'll give you a buck to dig that ditch, if it took him all day to dig that ditch and he got a buck for it, he took it. How many of you have heard stories like that? How many of you maybe lived and sort of brushed up against that? Maybe you're old enough to remember, sure. And you hear folks talk about those days and, and it's hard for us to relate, but those things really happened. That was a, a season. It was a harsh a uh, winter reality in our country that, that, that practically the whole country went, went through. And uh, this, this is, uh, we, we, had, we had relatives, my, uh, my, my grandmother on the Italian side, she was a DeRubis, 100% Italian, uh, they lived in central Illinois and they were farm people. And so uh, my grandfather got a hold of these uh, cow horns or steer horns as the case may be and he, uh, he, he, he made them into ashtrays and sold them got a place right there you can stick your cigarette right there and like i guess that someone tuning in halfway on this on the
0: on the feed's going to wonder
1: just what in the world that baptist preacher's doing yeah well if that's not enough here's a cigarette box and uh plexiglass with a little wood and i guarantee you this wasn't this wasn't made in a fancy wood shop this was made over the kitchen table and you know i i, I just uh, uh, Sentimental, I guess uh, it probably is some of it. That was probably the wedding ring, but uh, more so with this was just to connect me to that reality in that time in our in our country's history and in, in, in our family, and just to have a little better understanding of these things. Uh, you know, especially in the Western culture, is is what you would call our culture. We can get stuck on one or two seasons. For instance, do we not worship at the shrine of youth? And isn't youth springtime? And, and you know, it's um, it's all about staying young. There's a multi-million dollar industry, wealth being made uh, about the whole idea of staying young, whether it's, you know, the colors in your hair and your face and whatever, or getting rid of all the wrinkles or, uh, you know, testosterone guys, you know, you're 70, but you can be 20 again. And that's because in some ways we, we are stuck in one, one particular season. Uh, I read something years ago where the, as, as Japan uh, became more westernized after the Second World War, if you understand Asian culture, they very much revere uh, age. As you get older, you actually uh, get more esteem. You have more rank. Uh, they don't judge you by you know how fast you can run or you, know, you don't have wrinkles, you look beautiful. That has nothing to do with it. Uh, to them, as you get older, and by the way, it's, that's the way it should be. You read the book of Proverbs. The Bible talks about that. I mean, there's where the wisdom and experience is. And, and as, as Japan has become more westernized and, and begin accepting this idea that, that, that youth is better, uh, the suicide rate among the elderly has has to skyrocket and 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 you could you can understand why um jesus said this he said in john 9 he said i must work the works of him that sent me the night cometh when no man can work in other words jesus said the season is going to change here and i've got to get done certain things during this particular season and so what we need to do eventually is get at peace With who we are, we need to get at peace with how old we are, and we need to get at peace with what we can and should do in this particular season. Uh, Young people tend to be in a hurry to get older. Uh, Ask a little goomer, how old are you? And they'll go, four and a half. They want you to know about that half, right? Or I'm going to be five. And then I always say when, and they have to look up at their mom (laughs) because... But they want you to know they're getting older. Uh, They're they're getting there, right? Uh, But as you get older, I saw a guy one time with a t-shirt. He had a big pot belly and it said, guess my age and win a fat lip.
0: We want to thank you for joining us today for Treasures of Truth. And it is our hope and prayer that today's program was truly a blessing to you. You've been listening to a message entitled The Seasons of Life by Pastor Rick DeMichael. And in this week's lessons, Pastor DeMichael has brought a reminder to us all that there will be changes in our lives. And each season of our life presents new and unique challenges. But God doesn't want us to flounder through life. He wants us to flourish. And as the message reveals this week, the Bible says that Jesus Christ will give us a peace which passeth all understanding through the different seasons and struggles of life. But if you don't know for sure that Jesus Christ is your Savior, then we encourage you to contact the offices of Treasure Valley Baptist Church and we will gladly help in any way we can. And as we mentioned at the beginning of the broadcast, if you would like to hear this or other messages by Pastor DeMichael, feel free to visit our website at tvbc.org. That's tvbc.org. And you can also visit our YouTube page or follow us on Facebook for more information. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho. And we would love for you to come join us in our services, which begin with Sunday school at 9.30, followed by the morning service at 10.45. We also have a Sunday evening service at 5.45. And of course, all of the services have fully staffed nurseries available for young children, as well as interactive and exciting kids' programs for all ages, including junior high, high school, and college-aged groups. And don't forget our Wednesday night service at 7 o'clock, which has the Master's Club program during the school year for the kids and a Bible study at the same time for the adults over in the main auditorium. We hope to see you soon at Treasure Valley Baptist Church, and may God bless you.